Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rolling. Hi. Uh, this message is from Mark only. Oh. What's up? Hey, Mark. <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. look forward to <laughs> recording with you yes. in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Things are weird here in the closet. I, <laughs> I swear he's going <laughs> to... He's going to put this in. That should be the intro. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. I am Ashley. I'm Taryn. And uh, we are here. This is like quarantine day 36 for us. Dear God. Can't believe it's been over a month. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, we're doing good. We have each other. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, we have our dogs and uh, yeah, we're doing okay. We're doing fine. This is our first like, well, I guess it's not our first normal episode, but like last time we had our roommates with us, which if you didn't hear that, you should definitely hear it. We talked yeah. about all kinds of fun things, but um, yeah, it's know. just us again. Did you get a lot of like feedback on that? I yeah. feel like I got on personal on UA and emails. Like a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, like I love that episode and I really enjoyed like I needed to hear some tactics, which yeah. was cool because I'm like, okay, we're not the only ones. Like, yeah, how do we function being stuck in a house? You know? Yeah, yeah. I think I got a lot of great responses from people, um, just loving hearing like that side of us because we're normally talking about other people or just like our relationship as like friends, but yeah. like diving deep into like, okay, here's what it's like as you know roommates, and here's what it's like, you know, as like quarantined roommates mm -hmm. it's a completely different it's story different. so even if you've been 
living life with someone, a partner or a friend or a roommate or whatever for a while, like it's going to be different. Yeah, I'm sure now. a lot of people are like, why do I really want to punch you in the face right yeah. now? Like, They're like, I've been roommates with you for two years. Why we, am I having a problem, you know? Fully. And we were talking about this, actually. I mean, we, we've we talked about this the past, like, 30,000 days or whatever. <laughs> um, but, like, even today, like, we drove to get coffee, and it was super weird how normal it felt to like see everyone in masks and to have to like walk up to a table and like a fence separating me from like the barista and show her a number on my phone and her to reach over the fence to set my coffee down for me then to pick it up like yeah that was like I felt like I was just doing a normal day task and and we were talking about this the other day because you know we definitely are super blessed. Like we're quarantined with like some of our best friends, you know, we we're lucky in a lot of ways, but then we have days where we're super confused. Like, why am I so sad today? Or like, why mm-hmm. am I anxious? And, and I think we all collectively as humans need to remember that like what we're going through is not normal. No. And even though we may, because as humans, we try to like justify things and like create new normals and adapt we need to like be okay with giving ourselves that grace to like be a little nuts or psycho sometimes and like when those crazy emotions come up to be like oh yeah <laughs> like I'm quarantined like yeah. there's a freaking virus going around the actual world. worldwide yeah epidemic like yeah. pandemic whatever <laughs> um both work <laughs> yeah uh yeah I feel like we after having our talk with our roommates on unsolicited advice um like a week later which was let me I'm trying to think it was last Tuesday I think we had another like roommate meeting downstairs and we ended up diving into just again and this is stuff like we had already known but we kind of like reaffirmed we like went around and like talked about our numbers like what we need from each other and what how each other can like help us individually and like kind of explaining what we're going through uh each person and that's kind of like hard for me because I never really Mm -hmm. do stuff like that but like just even admitting that I was like like at the beginning of quarantine I still had my routine I was I was busting out my workouts I was eating really healthy I was you know doing everything right and right now like I'm just having trouble like getting out of bed and I don't have any motivation to work out and that's really hard for me and that's sounds like such a cliche um first world problem I guess that I'm like complaining about (laughs) Not getting my workouts in, but like going from, you know, waking up at seven, getting my workout in and, you know, getting all my work done to not being able to leave the house and not having that motivation anymore. I think I was doing really good at like keeping it going. And now it's just like, yeah, (laughs) and now it's just like gone, but like, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And And recognizing that it has nothing to do with me. Like this has everything to do with it. This is not a normal normal situation. Yeah. And I think it's going to come in waves. Um, Ash was talking about, we had... If you're like, what's a number? Obviously, you've never listened to any of our episodes. So rude. (laughs) Just kidding. Welcome. Um, But yeah, we had like an Enneagram night and where Ash kind of like broke down each of our numbers. And then like we went around and said like, oh, this is something I didn't know about you. And then as the number, we kind of said like, oh, this is what I relate to the most. And it was like really valuable. But I think what you were touching on too is... um, I don't think we realize how many things, because some of us are like, why am I having a hard time? Like I get to stay at home. I can still work from home or, 
you know, I'm, I'm get to play video games. I get to do this. Like, why am I having a hard time? And I think we forget that like, there's so many things that we had built in our normal lives Mm -hmm. that like we fed from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like for me, I commuted to work. Um, and there was a day the other day where I just went for a drive and I like had a po- I was listening to Crime Junkie, which by, by the way, there's so many episodes now because yeah. I don't listen to podcasts, which you guys, <laughs> please keep listening to us because I get it. Like, yeah. you have to find new ways to like do the things that you used to do. And I don't know about you, but like, I don't think you've gone on like a long, long drive yet. No. But like when I came back, I was just like a new person and I realized, oh, my drives to work were my way of like having me time. So I'm like, okay, well, how do I build in this new normal, like me time? You know what I mean? So it's just, it's very, it's very interesting. And I think we all have to keep just like being okay with not being okay. Yeah. (laughs) And then being creative when we need to, but yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Quarantine, Um, man. Quarantine, man. Uh, We did do, I like Taryn said, we did the Enneagram talk where we just kind of like broke down uh, our numbers and, and what we were needing and what we were struggling with at that time. Um, a tool that I did use um, that I pulled up from online is Don Richard Risso. He has um, a whole list of affirmations and releases for all the nine types of Enneagrams, which was re- really, that, really cool. Yeah. So um, I'll have this linked um, on our Instagram for sure. But again, this is the Don Richard Risso, his nine types for Enneagram, the releases and affirmations. Um, So basically he gives you like each number, uh, like number one, I now release. And then a whole list of problems that typical number ones would deal with. And um, then a whole list of affirmations that you you could encourage that number with also. So it's really cool and really helpful. Um, I won't spend too much time explaining it, but I'll have that linked for you guys if you guys want to check it out. I think it's cool too, like tools like that, because especially in times like this where you kind of almost numb out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's cool to look like this specifically, like if I identify as a two, I can read those and know that those are like catered to just like people like me. Mm -hmm. And if I'm like, I don't really know how I feel, I can read through that list of like what I release. And you know, like you read something and it like, it hits you like mm-hmm. right in your nuts. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> Dear God, it's, it's no, but I have like, brothers, but it like hits sense. you. And then you're like, oh, and it kind of like, it's almost like when you listen to songs and you hear like a lyric and you're like, <laughs> like it was written just for me. Yeah. It's like good to like read and put words to feelings that you have that you might not even be in tune with like, oh, I'm feeling this, you know? Yeah. No, 100%. Cool. Especially like you being the only like two in the house yeah it's rough you know me being the only nine in the house it's a little helpful to see something specifically for you that you know everyone else doesn't really feel or recognize or notice you know yeah no it's comforting for sure yeah um the other hardship I've had in the past couple days Mm -hmm. um you know there's there's certain things you like really look forward to yes Last night we went to Chick Fil A. Oh, <laughs> yeah! It's not. We've funny. been doing as a group, like as roommates, we've been doing one. Like we've been trying to really eat at home. We're trying to yeah. really do this quarantine thing right, but we've been letting ourselves like go out once a week, and yeah. it's been Fridays. Yeah, and so. it's like we're care. I mean, we have our masks on, we have our gloves on, but like it's been good to like like we were talking about today, just like support. 
obviously Chick-fil-A is like a bigger company, but you know, even like a local coffee shop, like if we kind of check it out and we're like, okay, it seems safe. Like if they're doing everything right. Then yeah, we feel comfortable going because totally. we're doing everything right. <laughs> yeah. But so for our cheat meals, we all kind of like either decide like, oh, we're all going to do pasta together or we're all going to do different things. I, all I wanted was an, a large Diet Coke from Chick-fil-A. Like that's all I wanted. And if you are a Diet Coke enthusiast, you get me. Like there's certain places that Diet Coke is really good and then there's other places that not. Mm-hmm. Jack in the Box, not really a fan. Del Taco, I do like their Diet Coke. Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out are on another level. Like their Diet okay. Coke is the best. It's good to know. The best I've ever had is this place called Pepe's that was by my old apartment. Just a fun fact. Anyways, <laughs> so um, that's all I wanted. And so we went through the whole or- ordeal, which it's like exhausting now. <laughs> like yeah. to all get in a car, get your mask on. Like you're kind of stressed out the whole time. We get all our stuff and I make this big deal to Ash. Like I open the straw and I'm like, oh my God, this first, I'm going to give you the first sip because I was feeling generous. <laughs> then I go and I take this huge gulp and it was freaking regular coke (laughs) and again some of you are like what's the big deal but if you are a diet coke addict you know that that is like slap in the face pure acid just (laughs) drinking acid so i was so depressed like i literally hung my head and i just told them like i need a few minutes i could tell i could tell by like the dramatic response she didn't even say exactly what had happened i was like dang they gave you coke (laughs) no yeah she knew um but yeah, and I was like, I'm not going to make us go back and like go through all that again. So it's yeah. fine. And then this morning, <laughs> we went to our favorite coffee shop. Yeah, we were trying to we were trying to do some like normalcy. Usually before yeah. we record, we usually go to our local coffee, coffee shop. It pumps us up. They officially like reopened. Yeah, and are doing everything correctly, like Taryn said. So yeah. we were like, oh, let's go like start our recording with yeah. a coffee like we normally do. Yeah, and they didn't give me oat milk, guys. <laughs> They didn't. Okay. And then the other night I tried to warm up chocolate in the microwave and I burnt my finger and I have a giant blister. I'm just struggling. (laughs) And I just wanted to throw that out there. So all of you who are like, why should I complain about this paper cut I got on my knuckle? Like, I feel you. Like, yeah. those little things add up. I okay. validated right now. Okay. That's it. That's all, <laughs> all I wanted of those to say. things can push you over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. It's so funny. Um, okay. So, should I do a turn it up? I feel like it's about that time. I feel like I never get to do turn it ups. And this one caught me because her title was this wouldn't even happen to Taryn. And I was oh, like, okay, dang. challenge accepted, yeah. <laughs> which I'm still trying to think if anything ever has happened to me like this. I do. I can't think of one kind. Of, okay. Anyways, let me just wait read. after you should say yours. Okay. All right. I'm sure. just, I, you know, you, that was interesting to me. I'm yeah. curious. Okay. Um, Okay. Hey, girls. I love y'all so, 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 so much. You too, Mark. Oh, Mark. <laughs> we miss Mark. Um, this I was going to say RIP, but that's not correct. No, no, no. He's, <laughs> guys, he's alive and well. He's alive and well. We just want to say. Just at his own place. <laughs> <laughs> um, this story is something that happened that I don't even think Taryn can relate to. Wow. I know. I had a boyfriend for about a year. I ended up breaking it off. I just didn't feel it was right for me. Six months later, I went to college in a different state. And my first week, I met this guy. Um, Let's call him John. So John was super cute, but even more importantly, he was kind, respectful, and funny. I love a funny man, don't we all? Mm -hmm. We went on our first date two weeks later, and it was amazing. It had been two years, and we were engaged. I'm like... 
What? It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Let's roll it's right fine. past okay. it. Um, I, at first I'm reading this and I was like, is this what you said would never happen to me? Because you know I'm single. Personally triggered. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I love him so much and trust him like no other. About a month after the engagement, I went to my hometown. John had to stay because he had a class. I went to visit my sister and meet her new baby. Um, my family and I were going to have dinner to celebrate the baby and engagement. My mom needed me to pick up some stuff from the store. I went to our local store and got groceries. I then checked out at one of the self-checkout type things. As I was paying, I felt a tap on my shoulder. I turned around and saw my ex-boyfriend. That's always fun. Oh. You can't relate. You've I've literally never. never experienced anything like that yeah. before ever. Whereas like Taryn runs into hers all the time. It's I, actually Once I been... broke it off, like I haven't, I haven't seen them, talked to yeah. them, anything. Yeah. No, mine's actually been a hot minute um but we're like we're fine so right, like i right. wouldn't i actually wouldn't mind seeing him because it's like you know it's what not i that mean big like a deal anymore yeah and you're always curious like how's he doing like whatever whereas but, like if i saw one of my exes i would literally stop dead in my tracks i'd be like yeah whoa like a ghost you saw a ghost yeah um yeah i i've said before but my ex my ex's brother I introduced to my best friend at the time they got married mm -hmm. so like we broke up and then i had to see him at birthday parties yeah um they ended up getting married and me and my ex sang at their wedding so like, uncomfortable you know, just That's so uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> i joke I about like, this with her all such the time. a trooper i i don't know if i could have done that you know yeah it's i would have been like a two you know what absolutely not yeah no congratulations though we, <laughs> absolutely not we were like sitting in his room like where i'd spent so many days and like in his room in his room practicing and there was one moment where i just like we made eye contact and i just lost it i was laughing so hard because i was just like this is so not normal like I this is not normal i literally <laughs> did he ask you to come over to practice well i mean we had to practice and right. it was just one of those but not in his room i didn't want him at my house well right there couldn't have been anywhere else I don't know. I literally, oh I don't my know. God, I would never. I, I mean, you I'd know. be like, you want me to sing at your wedding and you want me to practice in his bedroom? Well, she did. Obviously, she didn't ask me to do that. It was just like when me and were, oh my gosh, Mark, can you bleep it? But you can keep in where I ask you to bleep it because it's funny. Um, Anywho, we're talking about this way too much. Let's move on. No, um, I'm so like you, if I was, if like my ex was like, we I, we need to practice. Do you want to come over around like three? And like it ends up being his room. You would have lost it on me. I don't know because. You would have been like, you practiced in his room? By this point, it was like. I could hear you saying it. It was like done. Because yeah. like, and we've talked about this before. Like how girls will put up with so much and then they hit a point and they're done yeah. and how boys like they recycle like they go through it over and over and I already had been through the whole I was so depressed I still wanted to marry him I still would have done anything and then he was doing things that were just like not right yeah. at the end like after our breakup like the whole like still want to marry you but like I gotta work on myself and like be single with God blah 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 and so there had come Such a point a cliche Christian I, response ugh, I, cannot, I hate it yeah but we'll move past it yeah um but there had come a point where I had heard just one of the many things that like really bothered me and I called him and was like this is like not right. Like mm -hmm. are you gonna continue like doing the things you're doing or do you actually mean that like you want a future with me? 
and he did like the whole like uh, well, I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong, so I don't feel like I need to stop. And so that was like my, and I told him, I said, I'm going home. I'm throwing away everything. And like, this will never happen. Yeah. And he was like, you got to do what you got to do. I'll never forget that sentence because I was like, oh my God. And I That's did. so stupid. And I did. I like threw everything away. And so. You got to do what you got to so do. So by this point. Like I was, I was solid. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was more just like, this is so awkward, but it wasn't like I was in danger of like getting right. back with him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, moving on. You guys always want us to talk about our personal selves. So there you go. <laughs> um, I turned around. I saw my ex-boyfriend. It was so weird. He said things like, oh, long time no see. How's school? How's your dog? Things like that. By the way, I don't even have a dog. <laughs> I just tried to answer his questions as quick as possible. Then I told him I needed to go. As I'm loading my groceries in my car, I felt another tap on my shoulder. I was so annoyed. I just wanted to go home and eat my mom's food, not talk to my ex. So I turn around and I was shocked. As I turn, I see him there with an opened ring pop. (laughs) And she's all that I don't think he paid for. And he's down on a knee. Then he looks into my eyes and said, I've never stopped loving you. Will you go out with me? What? With a freaking ring pop? I mean, in like, if it was completely it's, different con- like context, it could be a cute thing. It, no, it's a clever idea, <laughs> but not for an ex. In years. Not for an ex. No. In years. Yeah. Okay. So she goes, what? Could he not see my ring? Because remember, she's engaged oh now. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I was going Wait, to be- I forgot about yes. that. Yes. Everyone in the area was watching. I was so confused. I did not want to date him. I came home to be with my family. I was so shocked and stood there for what felt like an eternity, took a deep breath and just put my left hand out and pointed to my ring. (laughs) 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 He went pale. Oh, he said, you're not single? I was so mad. No, I'm happily engaged to a man I love. I then turned around, grabbed my cart and walked out. I'm happy to say that I am married and expecting twins. So yeah, that was the story. I don't think even Taryn would go through that. (laughs) LOL. Thanks for reading this. XOXO Anonymous. That's a good one. That's crazy. This cocky little prick got down on a knee (laughs) with a ring pop to to ask her out. It'd be, it I didn't mean, even look, but like after, after years of dating someone, I feel like the first response, if you're starting to feel feelings like right away after seeing them would be to check the, the finger, like check. I check every person's finger because we now are at that age where that is a very huge possibility. Yeah. So That's, it's but like, the, especially an ex that you haven't yeah. seen for years, there's a huge possibility that they're married. Yeah. So it's like, you should, it's completely normal to check the finger and make yeah. sure it's so awkward what an idiot oh yeah. my god I love that for you I I definitely don't since I literally only have one ex and we've never done the whole like I still love you thing mm. um I can't relate in that way but I have had a guy act a certain way that I was like what what just happened and it was when I went to downtown Fullerton which I hate that place (laughs) it's it's just like every time I've gone out there I run into someone from my past that I was totally fine with like never interacting with again you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um but yeah I so we went and it was for like a bachelorette party or something and I was dancing and this guy came up and was dancing with me so we were dancing for a while he was like cute but like 
it wasn't anything crazy. So then he, <laughs> I said something like, oh no, like I need to be with my friends. So I'm like with my friends. And then this super hot guy comes up and starts dancing with me. And I was like, into ding, it. Ding, ding. Into yeah. it. So we're dancing. And all of a sudden, like I feel him get like thrown. And I turn around and the first guy I was dancing with is standing there. He had shoved him and he goes, hey, that's my girl. (laughs) I literally, I was like, I turned around and I like looked and I was like, wait, me? (laughs) (laughs) And they got in a full blown brawl and homegirl over here. I literally was like, I turn and I'm looking and everyone's looking at me like thinking like I'm actually like connected to one of them. I literally just was like, okay. And I just like <laughs> literally ducked through people and left and was just like, I'm so confused. And the unfortunate thing is I had given guy number one my number already. Uh-huh. So I ended up saving him in my phone as I think his name was like Brian. I put like Brian, do not answer. Because I was like, answer. dear Lord almighty, this guy has our whole future planned that's out apparently. What's like, that's what's hard is like sometimes you just want to like delete numbers. But then... If you don't yeah. have them labeled, yeah. you could think it's someone else and you respond. Yeah. This so is, sometimes it's better to keep their number and just be like, put a clarifier. Red flags, yeah. like all siren emojis, like don't respond. Yeah. And you know? this is why I'm so weird about giving my number out. Yeah. So guys on dating apps that are like, hi, hi, hey, can I have your number so we can talk outside like the, of this? Like I'm like, I, I don't know you. you. Yeah. yeah. Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> so that's the only that's the only Freaking thing that idiot. popped out that was like a reaction where I'm like, um, <laughs> but not at all. To oh the my level god, she went that's through. incredible. Anywho, <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Well, should we get into our story? Yeah, dude. Uh, did you want to go first this time, or did you want me to go first this uh, time? You can go first. Okay, my story is... Um, a really, 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 really good one. And I'm really excited to share it with you guys. Wow. Um, this one is titled, I'm not a princess that needs saving. I'm a queen that will fight by your side. Oh, mic drop. I mean, I feel like we could just like say, like leave everyone with the title and we all feel like uplifted and encouraged. I'm like, should I change my Instagram bio? <laughs> dang, I love that. I know. It's so good. And it's kind of like, there's a spot where she like talks to us specifically. It's <sighs> really sweet. Am I going to cry? Um, okay, here we go. She begins. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. Hi. My name is Kim. Oh, <laughs> Hello. Sorry. <laughs> and you can say my name. I love when people like ex- clarify that. <laughs> I want to start by saying I'm probably not like your average listeners. I'm turning the big 5-0 this year. And even oh, okay. though I may not be as young as most of the women that listen to your podcast, I do have to say I absolutely love it with all caps and four exclamation points. <laughs> I find myself voicing my advice along with you to the people that write in while I'm driving to work and the drivers in the car next to me might just think I'm crazy, (laughs) but I don't care because I'm learning that by doing this, it shows me how my life experiences, good and bad, have made me who I am. I love that. I know. Me too. She's very well-spoken. In my life, I have had several she puts in quotes, tearing it up. <laughs> hey, but those stories might be for another day. Today, I want to talk about why I titled this. I'm not a princess that needs saving. I'm a queen that will fight by your side. Oh my gosh. It's still, Every I, time get I get chills. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was brought to tears when I heard the episode about gaslighting. This was December, 2019, because I was a victim of this horrible situation when I was in my twenties between 22 and 27. My ex was exactly like what was described in the episode. I'm not going to get into a lot of details about it. I refuse to give him any more time of my life Ooh, girl, love than to that. say I have grown from the experiences that came out and came out on the other side a better person. But I will say the two best things in my life came out of it. The first being my son, Josh. He's my first love and I could not have asked for a better child. Aww. He will be 27 this year, and I could not be more proud of the wonderful gentleman he has become. The second is my current husband, Ron. Because if my life had not taken the turn it did, I would not have had the joy of meeting him and being able to spend my life with him. Love that. Whom I have to say is the perfect person for me and is my favorite person on the planet, which is so (laughs) cute. I love love. She continues, um, I was broken. I thought I would never be able to be loved by anyone. I thought I was fooling myself that true love, I mean Disney princess true love, existed. I thought it was just that, like a fairy tale. After six years of being in a bad, all caps, situation, I was able to leave my ex and rebuild my life with my son, who was four by that time. Just know I had been trying to leave him since I was six months pregnant, but he would not let me go. I then spent the next 15 years alone. 
I put this in quotation marks. She did alone in quotes. I didn't say that. (laughs) I put this in quotation marks because it is just referring to not being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I was far from being alone. I had my family, my friends, and my child. I was far, she repeats, from being alone. So girls, this is to us. If anyone gives you slack about not having a boyfriend or husband, believe me, all caps, you need to wait. Be picky and be very selective. I met the love of my life only when I learned to love myself again. When my son was at the age that I stopped being cool enough to hang out with, I decided I was no longer going to stop myself from being the best version of myself. So I started signing up for everything I could. Pottery classes, rock climbing classes. I even bought a ticket to go skydiving. That never happened. (laughs) (laughs) I had just decided to make a point of not staying home instead of going out if I was invited. I am a major homebody and I try to find any excuse to stay home, which I right now is a little different, but like before I was like, Ooh, I, I felt like I was starting to go that way. So when my friend invited me to get together at his house, he threw in my face that I was not allowed to say no. And she put in in, uh, parentheses, damn my new, my new rules, (laughs) (laughs) which is so cute. So she went, if you were to ask my husband, he will say he was speechless when he saw me come into the room, but I think (sighs) he likes to say that to make me feel beautiful. Needless to say, this is how we met, and I have not looked back since. It's been a wonderful seven years, three years being married, she puts in parentheses, and I wouldn't change a thing. The quote in my title was actually sent to me in a text by my husband, I'm going to cry, <laughs> um, when we were just starting out. He realized I was not someone who needed saving, but someone who would fight tooth and nail for the ones I loved, and he respects that, and he treats me like a queen every day. So here is my unsolicited advice for your listeners. <laughs> when, you are, <laughs> when you are faced with the worst situation you can imagine, always know you are loved. If not by anyone else, you are loved by you, she puts in all caps. Once you realize this, everything will be better because you will be able to see that the person that will save you is you. Know your Prince Charming is out there. Just remember he has to respect who you are and love that person as much as you love that person. I wish you both happiness and love and all the good things to come. Keep doing what you're doing. In this time of strangeness, we need a little joy, and you have a wonderful way of making us smile. And to end the letter, here's a dad joke. (laughs) (laughs) She's amazing. What do you call a cow that cannot make milk? Uh, Shoot, I don't know. A milk dud or an utter failure? (laughs) (laughs) And then she also, she literally, like, she hit absolutely everything. Should we just hire her to, like, do this <laughs> no, with us? I can't. This is a picture of us on our wedding day and on our third year Stop. anniversary. I'm not ready. I know. Me neither. They're so cute. Oh, oh my oh, gosh. You're so, so happy. I love the flower choices. They're gorgeous. The colors are great. I'm unwell. Um, literally, I felt a tear. Kimberly, that was gorgeous. You broke ash. That's your first time. (laughs) Um, That was beautiful. And I just think it was really, um, I just, I love how she realized that by like voicing her advice along with us made her realize like she has so much advice to give. Yeah. You know, and it's crazy. I feel like we all go through these amazing, intricate 
sometimes broken, sometimes fantastic like moments in life. And yeah. a lot of times we don't share that with people, yeah. but people need to hear it. And like, um, I know like I took a lot away from this. I'm sure so many listeners took oh, a lot fully. away from this as well. And I'm just so happy that she was able to like share that. And we yeah. were able to share that to even more people, you know? Yeah. It's so cool. Like that's a cool domino effect. No, I freaking love that. Even my mom the other day, was like saying that, you know, she does the same thing. Like when she's in her car and when we're giving advice, she's either like nodding and being like, yeah, that's what I would say. Or she said there's been a couple of times she's like, oh, wait, no, 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 don't say that. And then we'll come around and say something. And she's like, oh, yeah, perfect. Oh, you know you. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I think that's what's so cool. And, and I love like honestly hearing the emails where it's like, listening to your episode gave me the confidence to go talk to like my friend about yeah. something is like what's so cool and I don't know it's become like almost like my person personal <laughs> personal like mission lately is just to like talk about the things that we hide because I think it's so powerful like so powerful and the second you talk about it then someone else feels the freedom to talk about their thing then someone else feels the freedom to talk about their thing and it's like you said like just this beautiful domino effect of like vulnerability but also strength and like yeah exposing that stuff you know yeah and there's so many people that don't have and and I would I would I mean from I don't know you Kimberly but just going off of your email there's so many people that don't have um a healthy uh female role model in their yeah. lives and like hearing something like this isn't something they hear yeah you know I'm lucky I have an amazing mom and I have a sister who's very strong who encouraged me in, like in that kind of way um but I know there's people who aren't and then um there's also people who just you know need to get that like reassured like they they know this yeah. like I know this <clears throat> but then you know it kind of like gets put it on the back burner and I don't think about it for a minute and then someone says something so powerful like this and it just like br yeah. brings it forward and I'm like oh yeah well I and I think that. like when you're lonely that's when you settle for things that just fulfill fixing that immediate problem mm -hmm. like and what she's saying is like once she like loved herself and this guy came it wasn't a guy that she even had to question yeah and so her saying like just wait like wait it out because it is tempting to just like start things with whoever mm -hmm. and I'm definitely a person who like I have this like really strong gut and there will be these guys that are like absolutely amazing but something within me like keeps me from wanting to connect and there's so many times like I'm like, oh, well, something's wrong with me. I just need to push through that. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, no, I really feel like God gave me this like feeling because mm -hmm. something is out there and it's nothing against these guys, but something else is out there that I think he has for me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's and like, it's, it's, it is not, a, there really is nothing against those guys, no. but, but it's they, not them as a person, but like they're a waste of time for you because and I'm a waste of time for them yeah, because like if, mutually. That means that like if I if I just like do these things like just talk to this guy because I'm lonely. First of all, like I could end up hurting him and I could end up like prolonging like who he's meant to be with. So yeah. it's it's like either way it benefits both sides for like people to just stick to like no, like I have to trust that like when it's right I'm going to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think this is a really well-timed reminder because I think a lot of people are feeling alone and are feeling um, stuck in the house and like they need um, someone 
even if it's just someone to talk to or, or they're feeling like just desperately alone and just wanting to start something yeah. up on with someone on an app. Like I, I feel like there's a lot of people going through that right now and they might be just grabbing whoever's interested yeah. to start a conversation and you might want to be, yeah, you should still be as careful as you would be on a, in, on a real date, yeah. you know? Um, like it's okay to connect and talk, but make sure that you're honest. Still and be not, careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Take totally your time agree. and be, like she said, be freaking picky. I freaking love that quote. Kimberly, I wish we could go get coffee. I know. <laughs> I just want to talk chat with you. I just want you to tell me everything's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you so much, Kimberly, for sharing your story and being vulnerable with us. I absolutely loved this. And I know so many people got oh, a yeah. lot out of this. Um, yeah, so it's super you. funny because like the things people want us to talk about the most is like, Sorry, I'm choked on my own spit. Um, is like, like I people are like they love when we talk about like our single struggles, mm-hmm. which I think is so interesting. But I think it's something that whether you're in your thirties, whether you're a teenager, whether you're like older and like experiencing, you know, maybe like an end of a relationship and starting the dating game again. It's the same, like those feelings of like loneliness and like longing for something are universal. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So I think, and I think especially as a woman, because I'm a woman, Mm -hmm. I'm not a girl, I'm a woman. I'm just kidding. (laughs) One more time for the people in the Um, back. I think like it has been something that's so like shameful or you have to be embarrassed or you have to like appear as this empowered woman, which like I freaking am like Mm -hmm. I can tackle the world by myself if I needed to, but it doesn't change the fact that like I desire to be loved and have a family. And so it's something that like, I think people need to just talk about more. Yeah. And especially like I just did an Instagram post, I think yesterday, um, where I talked about how I struggle with insecurity Mm -hmm. and I talked about that while posting a a photo that like I felt beautiful in. And I, I just wanted it to be something where, you know, I see so many like young girls comment on my stuff and be like, you're perfect. Like, I wish I looked like you stuff like that. And I was just like, dude, I've literally struggled with insecurity and honestly, probably a hint of body dysmorphia my entire life. Mm -hmm. And it, it hasn't been until, recently where I really feel like I'm getting healthy that I'm realizing how intense those issues have been throughout my life and so for me I wanted to like just talk about it because it's like I want everyone to see like everyone is going through stuff literally and it doesn't matter that you guys think I'm beautiful like if I don't think I'm beautiful then it doesn't matter yeah like you can tell me I'm beautiful till you're blue in the face if I go home and I look in the mirror and I start telling myself stuff that's like negative and hurtful it does all of the stuff you said is erased yeah it's crazy we everyone likes to preach like be kind like be kind to one another and and um but no one really like I mean people do but it's so different like you can't just be kind and not be kind to yourself yeah you know you have to learn how to it's like freaking Kimberly freaking Kimberly (laughs) Uh, it's like Kimberly said you know if you don't if you can't love yourself yeah it almost makes you question like how well you're loving others, you know? Um, so yeah, I think it's really cool. Like you definitely have to start inside first and then work your way out, you know? Um, yeah, that's crazy. Like 
Oh, I get so passionate about stuff like that. I'm going to start quoting Kimberly in life. Dude, me too. I'm going to be like, hey, my homegirl Kim, she said. No, I'm, I'm not a princess, like, I'm a queen. Who is this Kim? I'm going to be like, you don't know her. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, let's get on into... I'm excited for yours. Yeah, me too. Um, It is a heavy topic, but I feel like right now, like, it's important not to shy away from those, you know? Yeah. Because I think it's something that's so relatable to what a lot of people are going through. Yeah. So... Plus, Kim's was so uplifting. I feel like I can handle this. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Okay. Um, This is... Kim. I call from her Kim, Kim now. Yeah, from, from Kim. <laughs> um, this is titled A Joyless Brother in a Beautiful World. Um, hi, ladies. I love your podcast so much. I constantly write it right in with any problems I have. I don't expect you to read them all. I freak. I love I, that. It like hits me though, like in the heart because I'm just like, I just wish that we could, re- we could read them all. Like what a great problem to have, you know, because no, it's for showing sure. that like we've grown to this point but at the same time like I genuinely wish I could like talk to each person who writes in you know what I mean you know what's cool is like she's using us like a journal and I love that yeah yeah okay it's that's incredible and I think because humans are all going through slightly similar things Mm -hmm. that's something that's comforting to me to know too like I'm going to talk about her issue but I know for a matter of fact that there's so many other people who might have even written in that are dealing with the same thing Mm -hmm. so like that's comforting too yeah anyways love you all um I mostly just do it oh ouch I mostly just do it as a form of journaling and it helps me work through my problems bam you Uh, girl like sixth sense or something now to get into my name what? what? Oh, now. To, sorry. What? I was like, I'm confused. Now to get into it. My name is Lillian. Don't worry. You can say my name. And I'm turning 17 in a week. Girl. 17 a good year. It's a birthday song you always sing. Happy birthday. Happy. Happy Keep going. Birthday, happy, happy. That's not it. What are you? What song? The one that you always sing with your family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, happy, happy birthday, happy birthday from all of us to you. Happy birthday, we really, really love you. Happy birthday, may all your dreams come true. Hey. Oh my gosh, look at Chloe. She's pissed. (laughs) Chloe, literally, my dog Chloe was asleep right next to me and she just woke up and gave us the death stare. Like, how dare. I need to get a video of her. We even think of waking her up. Chloe. Chloe. Oh, she pissed. Chloe. Chloe, you want to say something? <laughs> I was just trying to be like my favorite murderer when the cats talk. Chloe doesn't say anything, so. Let me I try with help. Charles. Charles. They just sniff the mic. Yeah. It's funny. And anyways, you guys are like, shut up, but we're very <laughs> Sorry. We really okay. digress there. Anyways. <laughs> my oldest brother, who <laughs> who is my favorite brother, or who was my favorite brother growing up. Don't tell my other brothers. <laughs> She has four brothers. Wow. That's a lot of brothers. That's dope. I wish I grew up with... I don't... Actually, I don't wish I grew up with more brothers, but I, I you, love you're, the all brothers. You love brothers. Yes. But that's a lot of brothers. That's a lot of brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, He's a grown-up with a family of his own. He has always been there for me growing up and always supported me in everything I wanted to do. But lately, he has been dealing with depression 
I hate seeing him this way, and I can feel it starting to bring me down every time I'm around him. I'm a type nine like Ashley, so I hate confrontation, which means you can probably guess I haven't brought this up to him, and I don't plan on doing that. I just want to bring the joy back into his life. He deserves to be happy after everything he's done for me. So how do I give joy back to someone who's lost it? Thank you for reading. Y'all are a dy- <laughs> y'all are the dynamic duo we all need in our life. Oh, I love, love that. Lillian. I ugh, I I think that this this topic is something like um we've both dealt with people who've d- dealt with depression in our lives and honestly like I've I've dealt with just like kind of glimpses of times where I've like started to go down that road. Um but I have this really soft spot for people in the lives of other people going through it yeah. because I know like at a young age, I, and I think I've talked about it in another episode, but dealt with a friend who was deep in depression and like suicidal thoughts and stuff like that. Um, and I watched how that completely destroyed me mm-hmm. and how I didn't, all of the things I did out of love and trying to help were actually more harmful <laughs> For not only her, but for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I have this soft spot for, um, probably because I am a two and all I think about is like how to help people, but Mm -hmm. for people who are trying so hard to help, but they don't know what to do, you know? And that's a hard situation because everyone, everyone wants to encourage the way they know how to encourage or what would help them, but that's not necessarily best for the situation. And like, you've talked about like how sometimes like, when you start to, you know, maybe get in a funk or something and like the things that you need are not always the things that like all of mm-hmm. us try to do. And yeah. We talked about this on our Enneagram. Yeah. Right? And it was so valuable for us to hear you just say like, guys, when I'm, when I'm going through it, this is what's going on and this is what I need from you, you yeah. know? But a lot of times people who are deep in depression, I don't think they even know how to put words to like yeah, what's going on. So it's hard to know. How do I love them in the way they need to be loved, you know? Yeah, exactly. You should have an Enneagram night. <laughs> Girl. Yeah. Oh, honestly, I would find out what his number is. And honestly, maybe like him taking the Enneagram test might be a good distraction in a way for him to like kind of like think inwardly about yeah. like what's going on in his own. Yeah. And I mean, the Enneagram is just like one option. Myers-Briggs yeah. is another great Ooh, yeah, one. That's a good one. And I would encourage doing both because I think doing stuff like that, that like self-reflective. Yeah tests like that really make you like really really inspect you you become very introspective and start like almost diagnosing yourself yeah and I think that's very reassuring very freeing in a lot of ways yeah just to find out like whoa um I thought I was so complicated but there's there's a number for me that means there's like so many other people that relate to exactly how I feel and that that helped me a lot and I'm sure that would help him a lot so you should send him all of the personality testing in mind. Like I know, um, so I'm a two, which is like the helper, right? And we're like constantly like loving on people, like trying to fix everything, trying to be there. Um, but one thing I've always struggled with is I can get really angry, mm-hmm. like zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah. Real, real, real quick. You know that song? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, I always struggled and had so much guilt about that. And when I started reading about it too, and that one of their biggest struggles is like learning to accept that anger that they feel sometimes instantly I was freed from like so much guilt because I was able to be like, 
oh, and like really think through and understand why I feel that way. Mm -hmm. So like Ash was saying, like, I think there's something so freeing with someone like reading through and being like, okay, like I really relate to this. Like, oh, okay. I don't as much to this, but this makes so much sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really interesting. I never put this together, but Taryn, when she's in an unhealthy state, according to the Enneagram, goes to a number eight, mm-hmm. which is the um, challenger yeah. and harbors a lot of anger usually and is really good at expressing that. And it's hilarious because I'm a nine and I'm right next to eight. Yeah. So the problem with nines is like we're supposed to be the peacemaker and we hate confrontation, but we have a lot of anger because we're right next to yeah. eight. Yeah. Isn't that weird? And it's so funny because like, but Taryn's really good at expressing when she's angry usually. And I just <laughs> <Usually>. shut down. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I've loved reading about that and knowing that we both struggle with like dealing with that like anger that builds up. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Oh my gosh. We can talk about the Enneagram all day. Okay. So um, instead of like, well, obviously I want us to both like add personal things, but I went to healthline.com. Um, there's tons of different like websites and things that are out there that I would really encourage everyone to, obviously you need to check that it's like a reliable source, but there's so many things out there that I think we can like look into. I also think that this is a topic that's very like, uh, appropriate for this time Mm -hmm. because I think that depression is something we're going to see a spike in, especially as this time continues. Um, you're not getting as much sunshine, sunshine. You're not getting as much like human interaction so um I think this is good for us to like kind of see like what's a game plan of like how we can approach this yeah no I love that um okay so like just to start some signs of depression uh sad or tearful more pessimistic than usual um hopeless about the future talking about feeling guilty empty worthless less interested in spending time with people upset easily unusually unusually irritable, um, less energy, move slowly, seem just generally kind of out of it, uh, less interest in their appearance, um, neglecting hygiene, trouble sleeping, um, uh, trouble concentrating on things, eating less or more. Um, and then obviously like the more severe it gets talking about like suicidal things. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's just some things to like keep an eye out for. Um, and oh, I then, love that. That's good. Yeah. And because uh, I think I feel like I don't know about you, but there's certain words in culture that I feel like we've diminished. Like mm-hmm. I say all the time, oh, I'm so depressed. I didn't yes. get my Diet Coke last night. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, or like I feel like everyone even will watch like, oh, how do I say this? We'll watch a movie or we'll like play a hard game and be like, oh, man, that that made me anxious. Yeah when it's like someone who really deals with anxiety would be like, yeah. Okay. Screw you. You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. When, but it's like, we don't think about it. Like I say that all the time and oh, like yeah. my and sister struggles malicious. with anxiety and it's yeah. not malicious in totally. any way at all, but it's like, no, there's a deepness to like actually having anxiety. Yeah. You know, or like actually being depressed, you know? Yeah. No, I think there was one episode where I said something about like, Oh my gosh, I'm like, did I just have a seizure or something like joking? And someone responded and was like, you shouldn't joke about that. And it's like, it's so hard because you never know whose feelings you're going to hurt. And like, honestly, I, I never have an intention of like hurting anyone's feelings, Mm -hmm. but it's, we do become numb to certain things or like so many comedies like play off of certain things. And, and you don't even realize what you pick up through like, even just, um, 
growing up mm-hmm. like the things that used to be allowed to and be funny. said that oh were gosh. hilarious horrible like the older I get the more I'm like why was I understand like I, I realize we're going into like luckily like I think the next generation is very aware of all these things yeah and I think all these things are being talked about more which is good but like I don't understand why that was funny in the first place no the one that always triggered me and it's funny because it still triggered me when I was younger is the when people would use the word like retard or that's something that's literally what I was thinking yeah. in my head yeah and it's it's so I like, said it all the time as a kid yeah but you didn't know yeah like, and even like um you know, like homosexual terms that you use mm-hmm. as negative yeah. things. Like, and it's not until you get like older and more aware that you're like, oh, that makes sense why someone would hear that and be like, if that's a word that maybe like my brother has, you know, a mental disability mm-hmm. and you're saying this word as like, you just made a dumb mistake and you're yeah. associating that with like, it's like something. slap humor. Yeah. It just, I don't even know why we're on this, but I do think like people who are dealing with depression and stuff, when people throw out stuff like that, they feel belittled. You know what 100%, I mean? hundred percent. Yes. Anyways. Wow. Hi, Soapbox. How you doing? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So one, the first thing is listen. Um, so let your friend know you're there for them. You can start a conversation by sharing maybe that you have a concern. Um, you might say like, Hey, it seems like you've been having hard, hard time lately. What's going on? Keep in mind, they may want to talk or they may not, but be engaged Mm -hmm. when you're like listening to them and also like let them kind of be in control of the conversation. Um, I will say listening is something that's hard. And especially when you want to fix someone, it's hard to just shut your mouth Mm -hmm. and listen. But I would, what I've done before in a conversation is I've counted to 15 before I say something. And I'm not even joking without a doubt, even though I'm uncomfortable in the silence and I want to say something, the longer that I've given just a pause, usually that other person will then start to talk because they they now are okay and ready. So sometimes we just need to shut up and be okay with like just being quiet. I think there is something very beautiful in uh, like allowing there to be a silence. Yeah. Um, I fully agree. I think it like, I think it becomes, I don't want to maybe somber. Yeah. You know, and, and also there's something that's very um, reassuring when you're with someone who's, who you're able to sit in silence with. Yeah. You know, because I think I, when I think of like sitting in silence with someone, I can only think of a few people that I would feel comfortable doing yeah. that with because yeah. in truth, like anyone that I'm not super close with, I'm constantly trying to feel, yeah. fill up all the blank empty space. So, yeah. so that it's not awkward. Silence but feels intimate. It you is know? very intimate. Yeah. If you could sit in silence with someone, then, um, like, well, I feel like walls are down and you feel comfortable to do that. You yeah. don't feel the desire to have to entertain them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've, I've talked about it before. Um, but like, honestly, one of the most mean, meaningful interactions I've had, and I know I've told you a billion times, but I can't remember if I've talked about it on here was when I probably like one of my lowest points was my breakup and, um, my brother, Brett, he, I was sitting in my bedroom and I was just like, I just could not stop crying. Like could not stop crying. And I remember he like peeked his head in. He saw that I was sitting there and I remember feeling like instantly like annoyed. Like I don't want to talk, you know, he shut my door and then like 10 seconds go by and he opens my door and he has a pillow in his hand and he came and just put his pillow like at the foot of my bed and like just laid on the floor. 
And I remember, ugh, gets me emotional every time. But I remember just like sobbing and like just knowing like he was there. Like we didn't exchange words at all, but Mm -hmm. I felt so supported. And so I think we need to like realize that sometimes like you don't have to say anything. It's just like being there for a person, you know? Yeah. I had a similar, my very first like big, my like big, big breakup. Um, I had like come back from work, which was like the worst. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Working just trying when you're to get sad. through work. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I like sat on the couch and I was like sobbing and my dad came over and he just like held my hand and did not say a yeah, word, didn't acknowledge beautiful. it, didn't try to, um, you know, comfort me with any words whatsoever. Just held my hand while I sobbed and it like meant the world to me. Yeah. No, yeah. it's so beautiful. I love that. Um, Number two, help them find support. So a lot of times when people are dealing with depression or issues like that, they're kind of unsure of like how to reach out for help. So um, even if they know like therapy is a thing, it may seem like a big like task. So one of the things they're suggesting is, you know, just casually throwing out. And obviously this is not something you want to start with, but like if you've talked about like, Hey, like something seems whatever, maybe like saying like, Hey, like I, I know that there's this, this, um, company that like, you can just like, like have a phone call with, or like, Oh, you know, my friend actually started seeing someone and like loves it. Or like, Hey, I actually looked into therapy not that long ago. And like, this was a really cool place I found. So just casually, like maybe throwing out like, Hey, here are some resources if you're interested. And sometimes just hearing like, Oh, there are things I can do is like helpful. Um, going along with the therapy thing, support them in continuing. We've talked about this so many times. Yeah. Like, um, Sometimes it feels like you take that first step, like, well, I went once, so I'm good now. You know what I mean? Or you don't like your therapist. So you're like, well, I tried it and I hated it. But Uh what do we say? It's like trying on a pair of shoes. Uh Some eight and a half fit, some eight and a half are too small. You got to find the right fit. So just encouraging them like, hey, like, well, why don't you still go? Like, it's good to go. Like, I've been going and I don't even have anything I identify as like wrong in my life right now, but it's still valuable. Uh Um same for like medication and stuff you know it's like you don't want to just be like oh cool I feel better I'm not going to finish my antibiotic pack like, literally that was going to be the other example yeah. I was going to give yeah yeah you can't just stop mid z-pack yeah <laughs> no girl you gotta finish that Z-pack. um the next one I loved is take care of yourself when you are caring so hard for someone who's dealing with stuff it's it's draining, but it's like that whole, we've talked about it before the whole, like, um, on airplanes, like put your mask on first and then put on someone else's. Like Mm -hmm. you can't help put on someone's mask if you're dead. Right. (laughs) So you gotta like, make sure that you are filling up and you're healthy and it's okay to step aside and get healthy so that you can be supportive to someone else. Yeah. Um, and with that comes, you know, like setting boundaries, self-care, like all that stuff. Um, next one is actually like learn about depression on your own. Mm. I think again, because it's something in society we just like throw out so often. I don't think a lot of us realize like what actually is depression? Like what, what are causes? What are symptoms? Like what are tendencies? And I think it's important to actually like educate ourselves. Yeah. Um, another way is offer to help with just like everyday tasks. So, um, you know, day-to-day tasks in depression can sometimes feel super overwhelming. Yeah. So just looking for like easy things you can do to help. So say like, you know, they need groceries, like being like, Hey, obviously quarantine is a little rough, but like (laughs) being like, Hey, like I'm doing an order on Instacart right now. Like, do you want me to like, do you guys need anything at your house? Like, do you want me to order you anything? Or like, 
if you just notice their laundry's piling up, yeah, throw it in the laundry. Like little things like that mean the world to me when people do stuff like that. Yeah. And there's ways to be strategic. Like you can literally say, cause obviously he has his own family. So I'm assuming he lives somewhere True. else. Yes. You can be like, bro, I'm literally going out of my mind. I'm so bored. Um, like, can I come over and like, I'll do like, I'll literally I'll clean your house. Like I just need something to do. So you don't have to make it seem like I would love to help you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you can find ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, extend loose invitations. People with depression may have a hard time reaching out to friends or making and keeping plans and canceling plans can seem to contribute to guilt as well. So instead of making it like a plan that they have to cancel being like, Hey, like I'm, I'm doing this. I'm having dinner tomorrow night. Like I'm going to try a new recipe. Like if you want to come, like totally make it, but no worries. Like if you can't, so then that way they don't feel the pressure, but then they also, it still is an extension of like, Hey, like come get yourself out of the house. Come like socialize if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is just being patient. It usually improves over time. It can be a slow process. They may have tried a few approaches, um, but, you know, you have to deal with one symptom at a time. Yeah. So um, every time they start to show a little bit of progress and then may take a step back, things like that, like just be patient and don't kind of, you know, go overboard with like, oh, my gosh, they're better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, stay in touch. Uh, know that different forms depression can take. So whether it's, oh, they're super angry or they're super withdrawn, like there's different things you can look for. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but like even in listing the symptoms, I was like, oh, like, yeah, those are a lot of like different things that it can look like, you know? Yeah. Um, And then there's a couple of things not to do. So try not to take things personally. Yes. I feel like me personally, I tend to get in, especially I think it's become very obvious in quarantine um, that I get in funks a lot. Just like I just get like moody or I'll get upset or frustrated or just feeling a little down. And um, one of the most frustrating things is when, um, people will constantly be like, Hey, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, are you good? Are you all right? Can I, do you need anything? Do you need a moment? And it's just like, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. Yeah. And then I like blow up. <laughs> yeah. So usually, I mean, it's very rarely that I blow up. I usually throw myself in my room before that happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so typically what I've, because you know, I've become more aware of this over the years, I usually end up locking myself in my room by the time someone's asked me the first question, mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to go to my room. So I'll go to my room and 99% of the time, no one did anything. It's literally just yeah. me. And, um, I've had to reassure Taryn since she's new <laughs> to the house, to the house, you know, and TK since she just recently started living here during quarantine. Um, I've, I've had to very much like, um, explain that they did nothing wrong and I'm not mad at them. Yeah. Like this has nothing to do with you. I'm just, I need space. Yeah. And I love my space, but me closing my door and being in my room for an hour has nothing to do with you. It's yeah. just, I, this is for me. And I think they, you know, Taryn knows that better now. TK, I think yeah. is fully starting to understand that. Um, but yeah, it's not personal. I just need a break. Yeah. And I think too, like sometimes like you react out of places and it's easy for other people to, cause we all are like selfish in nature, like whether you mean to be or not, mm-hmm. it's easy for someone to be like, Oh my gosh, I was just trying to help. And she snapped at me mm-hmm. or he snapped at me. So it's like realizing like you got to know, like people act when people are hurt, they react in ways that like 
like you said, like, it's not about you. It's not about like, oh, I'm mad at you or things like that, you know? So it's easy or it's good to just remember, like, this is not personal. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't try to fix them. It is depression and can be a serious mental health condition. So it's, it's hard to understand exactly what they're going through and what they're experiencing, but it's not something that can be cure, be cured by someone else just being like, well, let's be grateful for the things we have or just stop thinking about those things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. don't try to fix them. And then that'll take away that pressure of you being so invested. Like, Oh, I'm feeling, I'm not making them better. Like you can do all these little things, but don't try to be the solution. Yeah. Um, don't try to give like life changing advice. Like we'll eat this, do this, do that because sometimes they're not ready to like hear it. Um, don't minimize or compare their experience. I love that one. And then obviously, you know, know when it's time to intervene when, you know, you think they're a danger to themselves or other people, then obviously that's when you reach out for, um, for help. And there's, you know, like the suicide hotline, um, there's suicide prevention, there's things like that. Um, obviously that's on the extreme side of it, but I think it's just, it's, these are good reminders of how to approach it because Mm -hmm. sometimes it's unnatural. Yeah. I think it's good to just keep a watchful eye, especially during quarantine. Um, I think it's good to remember that first list of like what depression might look like and just keeping an eye on your loved ones. And if you start seeing little signs like that, maybe move on to the next step and just be like, all right, like, I think they might be going through this. Let me do something for them. Let me check in on them here and there but like definitely don't hover yeah keep an eye from a distance don't make them feel you know yeah overwhelmed that they might be headed towards depression yeah um just support them in that way yeah and Lillian um I know you love your brother I mean I have brothers girl like I totally can relate to that um and I know being a nine like I definitely feel like I know nines more just from Ash (laughs) but I think you know you loving him and taking care of him can look like a lot of different things. And I know it feels scary to start a conversation, but I think even just a simple, like, Hey, like I've been noticing lately, like you seem kind of down. Like, is there anything I can do? Just like a light thing like that Mm -hmm. might just help him to like open up a line of like, okay. Like my sister knows like something's wrong. Like she's someone I can go to. to. Yeah. That people are noticing. Yeah. You know, No, I fully agree. And then, like I said, I feel like we gave some ideas. Hopefully some of this helps, but um, we're definitely here for you. And I know a lot of people are going through the same thing. And I think we all need to keep an eye out for our loved ones and just kind of pay attention for little signs that, you know, we might need to support them in a unique way. Yeah, definitely. Freaking great. I love that. I really appreciate both of our writers today because they were both very vulnerable with us. And I, I loved that. I'm sure I I know the listeners did too. Love, 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 love. All right. Um, I have a dad joke. Yeah, you do. I knew you did. I was waiting for you to say it. Okay. Um, I asked my wife to rate my listening skills and she said, you're an eight on a scale of 10. I still don't get why she wanted me to urinate on a skeleton. (laughs) Do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> I literally was like, urinate. Dude, guys, you guys should follow. It's dad says jokes on Twitter. It's Ooh. all his posts are just dad jokes. That's it's great. fantastic. It's so Anyways, good. we freaking love you guys. Keep mm-hmm. killing your quarantine. 
Uh, we're here for you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wear your wear your mask. Wash wear your damn hands. Your freaking mask. Yep. Tell them, Ash. Do it. She's like, I already did. I just did. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat myself. And now <laughs> Ashley's going to end us out by hitting a random button. Ooh. Don't think about it. Just do it. That was a good hey. one. Hey. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.